Praise Yah. Amen. Amen. It's so good to be in the house of Yah this morning. You know, Pastor Mark said something about it changing things. You know, Yah don't change his mind about things like this, but sometimes he changes our mind and our perspective about things. And uh, I shared with Pastor Mark earlier that I had a message that was burning on my heart about expectation, about expecting what are we expecting Yah to do. Amen. Are we expecting him to move and change us, a mighty move of Yah in our midst? I believe he's going to move. It's time that he moves. It's the time that we can be assured of that he hears and answers our prayers, Sheree. He knows what we are asking for. He knows our cries. He knows what we are expecting of him. But yet sometimes we don't even know what we're expecting. Because he, it, you know, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you may ask or think according to the power which is in you. Now that speaks of itself because he has more than we can even imagine for us. But in this hour, we need to be expecting something that he has prepared for us for the appointed time. Shaviot is coming up, so what are we expecting him to do on Shaviot? We can look at past history and we can see what he has done. We can see revivals that have spurned out of Shaviot. Pentecost, some people call it. But we know that he, we live in a world that is declining as we speak morally. We need to waken up and see that we need more of him every day. We need each other, but in order for us to to be in a cod, we have to be in his word. We need to be in prayer. We need to be in fasting. We need to be together doing the same thing at the same place at the same time. And then we will see the results of what he is going to do. I'm going to tell a little thing here. I'm getting off my notes here. That's good. But uh, when I was younger, and uh, one of my, my oldest child, Alicia, we was going to go to the beach. And uh, we got up early that morning, probably about 4 or 5 o'clock, and she was about 4 or 5 herself. And uh, I went and I loaded up everything in the car, and I went looking for my children, and my wife said, well, they're in the car. So I went and looked in the back seat, and there was Alicia in the dark with her sunshades on. She was ready for what she was expecting that was going to happen. So are we expecting Yah to move? Or are we just sitting around just wondering what is going to happen on the next day? Just haphazardly if we. But Yah has already promised in his word that he was going to move in our midst. I'm going to segue a little bit here in the message. Moshe, he was... Seeking the Lord. If you turn to Exodus 33, I believe it's 14 here. What's the message without the word, right? Let's bring some words, some meat into this. If you got it, say amen. Most people's got it. If you like me, you might need a few more minutes. In verse 14 of chapter 33, 
3 of Exodus, it says, And he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us, so we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are among, upon the face of the earth. So Yahweh said to Moshe, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for I have found grace, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. And then Moshe said this, Show me your glory. How many of you wanting to see the glory? Now, I'm not just talking about something emotional, but I'm talking about the glory of Yahweh fall amongst us. We need to be ready because he's ready. He's been wanting to, to break up some things, some shake up some things around here amongst even the nations because he sees what's going on and he knows what we need in this very hour. You see, Moshe was not even... Uh, in the past, he, he had went through some things that we haven't maybe been through. You see, here he says, Lord, show me your glory. But he had also been through a lot of things that you wonder why, Lord, show me your glory. This man had seen a burning bush in the backside of Midian. And he had also, he had walked with the Lord and he had saw the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. That was to protect him and give him warmth in the desert. We had seen a mighty move of Yah in his midst. He saw the Red Sea parted. And then he had a great experience when he received the commandments of Yah from heaven. And he had, had to put a veil upon his face that the others that could come around him because his face shone. Now you're talking about a man who experienced the glory of Yah. But yet he said, Lord, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Now, many of us have seen the Lord do many things in our lives, but there is more for you if you desire to have more of Him. The Scripture says in Psalms 24 and 7, it says, Lift up your gates, O ye. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up, O ye ancient doors. And the King of glory shall come in. I'm saying, and the, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord strong in battle. Oh, lift up ye heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, O ye ancient doors. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts, Adonai Zaviot. He is the king of glory. Now, I'm telling you, we serve an awesome God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we may ask or think. And we need to rely on his abilities in this hour. Joshua was in a tent. That was a tent of meeting that, that was prepared. And the glory would come down upon Moshe when he would enter into the tent. And, and the Lord Yahweh would, would talk with him and minister to him. And Joshua was, was able to be in that same tent of meeting. And it says, and he did not want to depart from the move of the glory of God Almighty. 
He did not want to depart from it because once he was in it, he wanted more undoubtedly. How many of us that we have felt the move of Yah and we just go amongst our, our daily lifestyle and whatever we're doing, but yet we do not want come back and want more. There's an illustration. I'm getting off my notes way, way off my notes. But in the New Testament, there was some lepers and Yeshua healed 10 of them. And 10, he said, I want you to go to the priest and show yourself unto the priest. He said, but there was one that came back unto him and praised him and gave him adoration. How many of us need to give adoration and praise and glory to the one who is able? Amen. We need to give glory to the one who is able. Those who experienced the glory was Moshe. He had a veil upon his face. Elijah on Mount Carmel, the, the 450 prophets of Baal, he conquered through fire coming down from heaven. Elisha, seeing Elijah and the things that he did, he wanted more. He said, I want a double portion of what you have. How many of us have seen the Lord move in lives, but we just want to say, I want that what they have, but I just want more. I want more of him, more than I had yesterday. I want more today. David conquered Goliath. The three Hebrew boys had the burning fire furnace that they went through with Yeshua. Daniel was in the lion's den, and Paul was in jail, and he saw the glorious move of Yahweh with a shaking of the prison doors, and they broke open, and the prisoners were set free, and they were all saved by the mighty power of Yahweh. How many of you got lost loved ones? How many of you got people that's been swayed to and fro in this last days? But we need to realize that there is more for them. And how can they receive not less someone imparts unto them something that they have. And I want more that when I go around somebody that they will not see me, but they will see the glory of Yah Almighty shining through me, that they will want what I got. It's not me. It's not I. But it's Yeshua living in me. I want more. How about you this morning? Psalms 26 and 8, it says, O Yahweh, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells, living in the presence of Yah Almighty. We need to be at the place where we want to be, where the glory is. You see, when Moses, when the cloud moved, he moved. When the clouds stand still, he would stand still. How many of us gets ahead of Yah and we don't know what we're doing? How many does not move when the glory of the Lord is moving and we miss out? But we need to be to a place where when Yah moves, we move. When he stands still, we stand still and see the salvation of Yahweh. Amen. Isaiah, in the year that King Uzziah died, he saw the Lord high and lifted up, and the train filled the temple. His train filled the temple. And we find him. He says, Woe is me, 
A man of unclean lips amongst a nation of people with unclean lips. He saw where he was. And we know the story where it said the angel took the coals of the altar and pressed upon his lips. And then he was able to say, Here I am, Lord, send me. You see, when the glory comes down, you find yourself at a need of more of him. He shows you exactly where you stand. He shows you exactly what your thoughts and intents are. He shows you where he wants you to be. Solomon's temple, when it was being constructed, when they got through, he said a prayer. It said that that the priest could not stand because of the presence, the glory of Elohim. Now, a lot of preachers say, I'm glad that the Spirit moved amongst the congregation and I didn't even have to preach. Well, I want to preach because I want to give you the Word. Amen. But there comes a time, sometimes, when the glory is so thick that you cannot do anything because you are bowed down, prostrate before Elohim. I said that right, prostrate. Make sure. Amen. Psalms. Let's go to Samuel here. Samuel 4, 19 through 22. You know, sometimes... We take for granted what we have and the blessings that he gives upon his children. But we find out that sometimes is this story here is about when the people had gotten away from God Almighty. And there was a child born. His name was Ichabod. It said, for the glory has departed. Now, no one wants the glory to depart, do you? So we need to strive for more. As a deer pants after the water brooks, Oh, my soul longeth after thee. I want more. The deer wants the flowing streams, the refreshing of the taste of cool water. And his soul longs, just in the same way our soul longs after Elohim. Oh, taste and see that Yahweh is told he is good. Praise Yah. He is, his dew is fresh. His manna is fresh every morning. So wonderful. So refreshing. If we would learn to take his word through prayer and allow the Holy Spirit to lighten us and give us revelation of his word, we would be a way lot further along than what we are now. 
We, I haven't got there yet. I'm going to skip on a little bit. We was instructed in the scripture that Yahweh is a spirit. And those that worship him must worship him. Did I say must? Must worship him in spirit and in truth. We need the power of the Ruach in our lives. The baptism of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Giving us the strength. Giving us the boldness to speak. Hopefully the words that I'm speaking today. As the scripture says, I come to you not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the power and the demonstration of the Spirit. I have come to, to just be an eloquent speaker, for I know I'm not that. We have great men in this congregation that are eloquent speakers, and they're powerful, and they're anointed. But I'm just coming as a lowly servant, speaking what Yahweh has given to me, not in enticing words of man's wisdom, but with the power and demonstration of the Spirit. But Moshe says, if your presence go not with me, do not bring us up from here. You know, you get to the place sometimes, Brother Mark, you say, uh, I, I don't want to go. I want to get into this if you're not with me. If you're not with me. I want to go where you would have me to go and do what you would have me to do. Because in his presence, there is fullness of joy. It's joy unspeakable, yeah, but it's full of glory. We want to be what the Lord would have us to be. But we do not want to be in the place that Ichabod Church was in. Or congregation was in. That the glory had departed. That's the reason that we need to be careful about quenching the Spirit. When the Spirit moves in our midst, that we do not allow Him to do what He wants to do in our midst. That we do not get in a hurry with programs and issues. That we don't take time. You know, sometimes we've got to wait upon the Lord. and Allow Him to do what He wants to do. But some in the latter church there, they was uh, having the appearance of godliness, but denying the power thereof. In 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, it talks about this. People were ungodly. Boastful, arrogant. Sound like this society that we live in today. They have a form. There's many people that's going to church, many that's showing up, many that's going through the formal ritual things that is required, if you will, in amongst a congregation, but they do not have the power of Yah Almighty working through them because we need one another. We're not in a solo place. Of just me. 
It's we. We have to realize that our brothers and sisters are counting on us to have something from Yahweh to share in order that we may be perfect and jointly fit together one with another. Iron sharpeneth iron. You see, lack of the power of Yahweh and the glory of Yah has taken its toll on America and the world. We just said, I got a couple of things written down here. One of them is prayer in schools no longer. The abortions have run in rapid. Homosexuality is flavorantly just out there. And now transgenderism. And then we don't realize what's going on. Because sometimes we back up and we don't walk forward. In Joel, it talks about that there would be locusts that would come upon the land. And there were several stages of locusts that would come and it would destroy the crops. As I was I was reading this, I got to thinking about how our spiritual morally decline is being chewed away and devoured and done away with because of the lack of the glory of Yah. But Yahweh promised in his word that he would restore the years that these locusts had destroyed. He goes on to talk about how he'd pour out of his spirit upon all flesh. The young men would see visions and the old men would dream dreams. Yes, Pastor Marmin, you dreaming dreams. Upon the servants, the male and the female servants, he would pour out of his spirit and they would prophesy. Habakkuk said, Revive your works in the midst of the years. We're living in a time where there's been more decline, there seems like there's no hope. People's giving up. Churches is giving up. Pastors are giving up. Individuals are giving up. But he's promised that he would revive us in the midst of the years. His glory will come down when his people are in unison, when they're in the cod, when that's what they're crying out for. Lord, send me your glory. Send me your glory. There comes a time when you as individuals, me and you as individuals, need to realize that we are in the last days. We're in the last days. 
I got 20 pages here, but I just got a couple. I do. But I got a rough outline at the top, so hopefully we'll go by that rather than 20 pages. What are we expecting? At a birthday party, you probably expect a cake. If you go swimming or go to a mikvah, you're probably expecting to get wet. Hey, y'all, come on, help me. You go to amusement park, you expect some excitement and some thrill. It'll be like me and Stephen Morgan, we, uh, I squished him in a ride one time when it was leaning to one side, and I just squished him real good on the amusement park. But we was having fun. We had a thrill. But what are we expecting when we come into the house of Yahweh? What garbage did we bring with us when we come into the house of Yahweh? What are we expecting Yahweh to do with us if we're not ready. Why do you think that the prayer warriors pray? Because they are getting ready for Yahweh to do what he wants to do. They went in the upper room to pray, to seek Yahweh. They knew what about what he was going to do because they knew it was Mount Sinai. Experience. Shaviot, but they did not know exactly what he was going to do. But they knew that Yeshua had breathed upon them and said, Receive ye the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh. So they knew through past experiences of what the Ruach HaKadosh was. So they was expecting something to happen, but you know what happened? More than what they thought would happen. Expectant lady, back years ago, back when I was born, they didn't know whether you was going to have a boy or a girl. They just knew you was going to have a baby. But they were expecting a healthy baby. They, they went to the hospital expecting, even before they had that anticipation, Heinz 57 anticipation of what was going to happen if we could only get that anticipation, that expectation of what Yah is doing when we come here every Shabbat, that we're expecting him to do something mighty amongst us. No matter who's speaking, no matter what songs is saying, but we are expecting him to be here, and he's promised us he would be with us. Amen. I'm going to go into my notes here. Uh-oh. How many are expecting y'all to move here today? Amen. He's, I heard he is already. Praise y'all. If I can get through these pages, excuse me. But we're expecting y'all to move. But we need to know who he is and what he's able to do. 
when I said he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that even we ask or think. He's El Shaddai, the Lord Almighty. Come on now, he's Elion, the Most High. El Shaddai, the Lord Almighty. I already said that one. Praise Yah. Adonai, Lord and Master. Yahweh, Lord, Jehovah, I am that I am, he is. Jehovah, Nisa, the Lord, our banner. Jehovah, Ra, the Lord, our shepherd. Jehovah, Rapha, the Lord, who heals. Jehovah, Shammah, the Lord, who is there. And we know that he is there. He's omniscient. He is there. He is with us now. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's always with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Jehovah Sidney the Lord of Righteous. Jehovah Makedish, the Lord who sanctifies. Elohim, the everlasting God. Elohim, a Lord creator. One of the jealous. No, I'll stop there. One of the jealous. Elohim. He's jealous of whatever we put before him. We need to. To put him first. First he seeks the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these other things will be added unto you. First things first. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of peace. Adonai Zaviot, the Lord of hosts of the armies. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. Praise Yah. And be lifted up, O ye ancient doors. And the King of glory will come in. He will come in. He's going to come in. Amen. The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord's strong in battle. If you're going through some things, the Lord is our, the one that fights the battles for us. If the Lord be for us, who can be against us? Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up, O ye ancient doors. And the King of glory shall come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the king of glory. Now, if that don't shake you up a little bit, the Lord of hosts, Adonai Zaviot, he is the king of glory. He fights our battles. He's with us no matter what. There's, uh, Elisha saw a chariot, and there was fire. And he saw Elijah. Go up in the chariot. He said, I want a double portion of what you have. And he said, the thing you ask of me is hard. But if you see me go, then you will receive it. I'm paraphrasing it. And that's what happened. Because he was expecting Yah to do something in his midst. He wanted more. He got more. You want more? You're going to get more. Yahweh will never force himself upon you.
But he'll give you what you ask for. And he'll give you more than you even can even think or ask. He's willing to. He wants to. He will. He's going to. But the thing about us is we need to act, as the pastor says, on faith believing. If you believe it, you can raise your hand and shout and say, Praise Yah. Thank you, Yah, for you doing it. And I give you thanks and praise. Amen. Give it to him. Amen. Hallelujah. He's mighty to save. You know, there were revivals over the centuries of different ministers that one of them I think about was the Zuzu Street Revival when there was people just poured in and there was filled with the Ruach Akadash. And there was some, some Sutherland, I believe it was, before that or during that same era in the 17, 1800s area. And uh, they, they was hungry. They wanted more. Some of the ministers wouldn't even... Holy Spirit filled, but they knew they'd studied and Yahweh quickened their heart that there was more for them if they desired more. And there became an expectancy in their heart of what Yahweh was going to do, and it was spurring a revival of people that was hungry and thirsty for a move of Yahweh. How low are we going to go? How far will you allow yourself to get before you call upon the name of Yahweh? I know his arm is not short and he cannot reach down and pick up, save and deliver and set free. But how far are we going to go before we allow him to move in our midst the way you read the, you read the word and you know what's going to happen. It's already prophesied. But it's up to us. It's up to us. If we want to allow Yahweh to move in our midst the way he wants us to. We must be in a cod. We must be praying, fasting, seeking the Lord's will for our Mishpachah and the nations around the world, our families those who we love, those who we do not love, those who are hard to get uh, along with. You know, uh, in Ezekiel 37, he was instructed to prophesy to the bones. And there was a shaking going on, and they came together bone to bone and muscle to mu flesh to flesh, muscle to muscle, all the attributes of, the, of a body. But there was one thing lacking. He said, prophesy to the winds. Breathe upon the slain. We need to be breathed upon. Yeshua breathed upon his disciples. One 
Sister Tammy, what an experience to be breathed on by the son of Elohim. We need a breath of the Ruach Hagadesh in our midst like we've never seen it or experienced it before. Worshiping him. Ask, seek, and knock, Yeshua said. He went on to say, if you was to give, ask your children to ask an egg, would he give them a serpent or a scorpion it was? They said, goes on to say, how much more will your Heavenly Father give those of the Holy Spirit that ask Him. How many of us are asking for a filling or refilling of the Ruach HaGadosh? Just because you have been filled with the Holy Spirit for 25, 30 years, that's great. That's wonderful. But to a young man, Timothy, Paul said, fan into flame the gift that is within you by the laying on of my hands. Sometimes we just need something more. We need to be refreshed. We be, need to be renewed by the presence of Yah Almighty. People were saved after the Acts Chapter 2, the church calls it Pentecost. There was daily being saved. Daily being saved. Then great masses of 3,000 and 5,000 were saved. And how many of we, I don't know if we take records of it, but just think about our where churches or congregations are today, or how many souls are being saved and filled with the rock and delivered and set free and healed. We're seeing we see a lot here, but there's more. There's more. Don't get complacent. Don't stand back and wait because y'all wants. You know, there's something about participation. We need to participate and not just be spectators. Watching to see what y'all is going to do with someone else when we need to be putting in what you put in is what you Get out. You've heard that. And that works to the most part. And we will see a move of Yah if we would decide to participate in what he has. But his mercy endures forever. Psalms 136, 26 verses. 26, Sister Tammy. 
numerical for Yahweh. His mercy or his loving, steadfast love endures forever. But we got more if we desire to have more. The prophet Zerubbabel, I'll say that in a minute. He was instructed, he said, it's not by might nor by power, but by my ruach, says the Lord. It's not on what we can do. We already know that. So what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Yahweh is going to move amongst the nations. He's moving amongst our hometown. He's moving in our homes. He's moving in our families. He's going to bring back the backsliders. Amen. He's going to save souls. Amen. He's going to heal, deliver, and set free by his almighty power. But as the priest was going to minister, they couldn't for the glory of Elohim. Wonder how it would be if we would show up. And a lot of us would be that some of us is not getting here as quite as early as the other ones do. And we notice the whole community outside in the parking lot. And, and you would say, what are you doing out here? We can't go in there. We just can't go in there. The glory is so thick. We cannot even walk in the door. We fall back on our or fall to our faces to the pavement as it says. Do you desire that? If you desire that, I want you to stand to your feet right now. It's not by might nor by power, but by his ruach, saith the Lord. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Hallelujah. The glory of the Lord has risen. Arise and shine. For the glory of Yahweh has risen upon you. Hallelujah. 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 To experience something. It's not just the same if you try to tell someone about something. You can explain to them, I went swimming down in a swimming hole and it was so refreshing and so cooling and, and it was just so wonderful. But until they experience it themselves, they don't know what you're talking about. Some of you have read and heard and, and saw others being touched by Yah Almighty, but you've never experienced it yourself. But now is the hour and now is the time. 
We're going into Shaviot when it's time for people to be hungry and thirsty for a move of Yah Almighty. And it starts with now. It starts with you being ready to receive what Yah would have you to receive in this hour right now. Not tomorrow. Not the next day. But now. Hallelujah. Preparing yourself to go from glory to glory to glory. If you want something in Shaviot, you better get ready to receive something right now. I'm going to give an illustration here. My twin brother has passed away, but years ago we, we were both on an oil rig. And he had been seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And it just seemed like he never was able to come to that point where he was accepting total, just giving up. I call it just allowing yourself to be ever so vulnerable before the Lord to take control of who you are. We were on the oil rig, and me and him and a fellow worker was off work. We wasn't during work. We weren't stealing. We was discussing about worship songs, what nowadays what we do. But back then we came up just listening to hymnals. And we thought that man, that's that's of the devil. That's of the devil. Telling telling that guy it was of the devil. And we was in a heated discussion. And this guy that was telling us about how to worship. Through psalms and songs. He just turned to my twin brother and he said, right in the midst of the argument, he said, you want the Holy Spirit? He said, yes. He said, not you're going to get it one day. He said, you're going to get it right now. We, he said, lay your hands on him, Tony. And lay your hands on this other man. We laid our hands on him. He began to speak with tongues. What I'm saying is we have to prepare ourselves. And it doesn't matter where we're at. Yahweh will move on our behalf. And we have the desire to be touched by him. And today is no less. We need to realize that he wants to touch us today. Hallelujah. How many wants a fresh new touch from Yahweh today? Hallelujah. Many hands raised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, he's here amongst us. He's ready to touch us. He's ready to move amongst us. I was in a, uh, try not to make too long here, but some things is coming up to my mind, remembrance. I was in a camp meeting years ago. It was ministering, and at the altar call, people just fell to their knees and wept like babies. No one was raising their hands. If they was raising them, they was from down on their knees, hands raised up, and they was weeping because of the glory of Elohim. Praise Yah. Many of us don't want to be in a vulnerable situation, do we? But you have to allow yourself to open up to receive 
and you're vulnerable. You're vulnerable. But as we open up our hearts and minds to Elohim, he will fill us. He will restore us. He will give us what we ask and what we need in this hour. For the locusts are already destroying. But he's promised, I will restore the years that the locusts have destroyed. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. Hallelujah. I'm going to leave you with this. He said to worship him in spirit and in truth. Worship him in spirit and truth.